Welcome to Rise Up For You, a unique podcast dedicated to uplifting women in their day-to-day life, but open to all to enjoy and share. My name is Natalina, the founder of Rise Up For You, through interviews with various experts and professionals on relationships, investing, self-worth, entrepreneurship, love, and health. This podcast is committed to empowering and spreading knowledge and motivation to all. Rise up for you, be better today than yesterday, and prepare for a greater tomorrow. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Rise Up For You podcast. This is your host, Netalina. So happy to be here. Today, we are going to be talking with Cami Ellen. She's a love alchemist and a transformative coach, and she's the creator of the hottest love and relationship boot camp on the web today, the Sexual Attraction Reboot. She's going to be talking with us and giving us some tips and strategies on how we can be successful in finding love and dating the right guy. Before we jump into um, our episode with Cami Ellen, I wanted to, I want to share with you how incredible our Empowered Women Rise conference was 2017 in Southern California. If you didn't get a chance to check it out and join us um, on November 4th, please, you know, head over to our social media and check out all of our incredible photos. And we want to give a huge thank you to our sponsors for helping us make this happen. Signing Stream, um, Pro Photo Connection, Unisource, so many more that were there to help make this an incredible, empowering event where we educated, empowered, and connected women here in California. Um, also, a huge thank you to our speakers. We're going to be releasing, you know, a couple clips, you know, small little bits of their talk and how incredible and empowering they were in the room. Um, so much incredible strategy tr- tips. Just a really great event. So if you missed it, be sure to uh, you know stay on top of our upcoming events because we do have events every month that are coming up here in the West Coast in Southern California, and we want to make sure we can make our way across the country nationally. So if you're interested, be sure to follow us. Make sure that you go to our website, riseupforyou.com, and sign up for the newsletter so that you can get all of that information. So again, so happy to be here again for the Rise Up For You podcast. Let's give it up for Cami Ellen, Rise Up For You, and enjoy this episode. Hi, Cami. It's such an honor to have you on the show. Um, it's always an honor to have you on and for our guests to learn from our experts. So welcome to the Rise Up For You podcast. We always like to start off by letting the audience get to know our guests. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what it is that you do? Sure. Thank you so much, Netta, for having me on. I'm so happy to be here in the Rise Up community. Um, I am a coach. I am a love alchemist, I like to call myself. I'm in the Los Angeles area, but I work with clients, women all around the globe, supporting them to not settle and to create the lives and the loves that they're really yearning for, getting into those deepest desires for what they want to experience in love, partnership, And to really know without a shadow of a doubt that it's really possible to experience and to create the kind of love that they're yearning to create in their lives and how that support all the other areas in their lives are able to manifest that. So that is my mission. That is what I love supporting women with. And I'm really happy to be here to impart I hope a few little bits of tidbits of wisdom to support your community to do that as well. And just out of curiosity, Cami, um, how did you get into this industry or how did you get, a, you know, get into this field and um, decide that this was something that you wanted to do with women? 
so I actually come from um, the music world. I have a background as an artist, a singer. I've released a few albums, and I've traveled around the world as an artist, and I love doing that. And then I just started taking some personal growth classes myself, and I came upon um, a, a woman, Woodward Thomas, and she wrote a book called Calling in the One, and started working with her, and I really loved what she was up to. She was working with a partner at the time, Claire Zamet, who founded Feminine Power, and I just kept taking these incredible courses all about transformation, growth, in all areas of your life, whether it's around career, creativity, purpose, love. And the more that I got into my own growth and evolution and transformation, and I working with other women in the community, I really started getting tuned in to the fact that I loved supporting other women. My life had transformed and changed in so many ways as a result of doing the personal growth work that I was doing that I really wanted to start other women to do the same. So I started working, supporting groups. I ended up becoming a coach. I took certifications, uh, three different coaching certification trainings, and I um, started working with women in group and live, in person, virtually. And since then, I've been working as a coach for about the last seven years, supporting women. Um, I have a soft spot for, for love and relationship, but I also work with women you know, in other areas. But it was because of that initial first diving into my own classes that had me really, really feel like, hmm, I really want to help other women. Um, and now at this point, I am uh, actually on to finishing a master's degree in clinical psychology because I'm, uh, I've really uh, decided to get a little more clinical psychology side. So I'm kind of mixing a lot of different things, you know, the coaching, psychology, and all with the same aim able to support people to experience and cultivate and create healthy love relationships and sex. So Cammy, um, as you know, because you work with women clients, uh, love is kind of one of the most difficult areas of our life uh, for men and women. And it, it tends to be something that we constantly struggle with. Um, even when we get married and we're dating relationships, every, every phase of love tends to be a struggle. For the women that are out there and men that are single currently right now that want to find love, um, I mean, how do, we even, how do we even get there? And how do we, I guess one of the most important questions I can ask you is, how do we heal ourselves from past relationships so that we can be good for another relationship or open to the next loving relationship? I find that even within myself, a lot of times the reasons why we're not able to really have the love that we want is because we're not completely... Um, I guess, healed from our past breakups and relationships? Yes. Yeah, that's a great question. And, you know, and sometimes people will deal with that in different ways, that when they have disappointment around love, um, it could be that sometimes somebody will feel like, I'm so disappointed, I was so hurt, and then they end up not dating or finding love because they feel so afraid that they're going to get hurt again. 
and they go, I mean, I've talked to people sometimes who literally for years have not dated. And then you have the opposite extreme where someone could feel like I was so hurt that they just like, you know, the next day that week, they're already off dating because they just feel like I can't even stand this pain. I just want to start dating. I just, I want to just dive in. And that's, that may not necessarily be the best approach either. So what I really recommend as I actually just, just uh, did a program that I, I like to call this sexual attraction reboot. And I call it the sexual attraction reboot because it's talking about healing your heart and your body and attracting true love. And what that looks like is getting down to the basics. And one of the first things that's really important is to get clarity on your vision for love. And you'd be surprised about how many people don't know exactly what that vision is. And it's like anything else, you know, like if we're going on a trip somewhere, and we don't know where we're going, we don't have the roadmap, we're going to go off on a lot of side roads, a lot of windy roads, we might get lost, we don't know exactly where we're going. And it's the same with your vision for love. So what what's your vision? Is it you want to have a committed relationship? Is it living together? Is it monogamous? Is it marriage? Is it children? Is it no children? Um, what is that? A lot of people don't have that clarity. And then also the qualities of the partnership, really getting clear on, so what are those qualities in a partnership that are most important to me? And sometimes it's looking at the things that we haven't had in the past and getting clear on the things that didn't work. And then, okay, well, what are the opposites of those? So if someone was in a relationship with someone, say, and they felt like um, there wasn't really good communication, okay, well, that's a must-have. I really need to be with someone where I feel like there's really great clarity in our communication, that we can really go deep, that we can really be honest with each other, that I have someone who I really feel has my back, um, that I have someone who, where I really feel seen and heard and valued, um, so getting clear on, on those qualities in the partnership, what it is that you're wanting to experience. And so that's where we start in this process of the reboot. And once we get the clarity, then we look at, so why is it that we haven't been able to find that true lasting love up until now? And I like to look at attraction and attachment style and chemistry. And what I mean by that is, a lot of times we will choose partners based on this idea of chemistry and feeling like, wow, I really have this red hot chemistry with this person. It's off the charts and um, this must be a really good match for me. And then down the line, we end up finding out like, wow, wait a minute. Okay, well, there was this really red hot chemistry, but unfortunately we weren't really a good match ultimately. And what we sometimes think of as chemistry can relate back to what we learned as kids in our family of origin and what we learned about what it means to have love and what love looks like and what it feels like. And what we end up doing as adults is we tend to recreate that feeling in our love relationships because it feels like home. It feels really familiar. And so, for example, if someone was raised in a home and maybe didn't get the kind of love connection that they needed growing up, maybe they'll choose somebody as an adult 
that is maybe a little um, avoidant, maybe isn't as consistently connected, but they feel this really strong chemistry. And what they're feeling is that familiarity from that feeling of being a child and feeling like they were getting their needs met. So I talk about this with clients to get them to start to look at, okay, if I go back to my vision and I get started there, if I go back to these qualities and experiences that I'm wanting to have in my partnership and then look at what I've created in love up until now and look at this idea of the chemistry and who have I chosen and if I really want to start creating in a new way I encourage people to see what their role has been in creating the relational dynamics that they've had up until now and to start to face any fears and release any shame that has been created by these past relational disappointments and frustrations and to learn to honor their needs like never before. So honoring that need for partnership, honoring that need for that kind of vision of love, really honoring it, knowing that they're worthy of it, knowing that it's possible and then stepping into, okay, so I want to start really up-leveling my skills around how I'm choosing a partner. I really want to learn what it looks like to have a healthy kind of connection. To have, and I'm not saying don't have chemistry. We want to have chemistry, of course. But starting to look at, okay, so these are the qualities that I'm looking for in a partnership. What would it look like and feel like? to be with someone who can really be there for me, who can really be consistent with me, who can really make me feel like I'm worthy and valued. What would that feel like versus maybe some experiences that they've had in the past where they haven't had that? So kind of stepping back a little bit and being your own existential detective and watching how you show up in relationship to start making better choices. So you're negotiating for your needs and taking your power and confidence back leaving any kind of needy, lovesick, insecure feelings behind because you really are standing in your confidence. And if someone is not meeting you where you want to be, that's okay. They're probably a fine person, but they're just not meeting your needs and being able to say no thank you. And as you step into that, then you're starting to develop these new sexual attraction reboot habits that will set you up to break your old patterns so that you can start to create relationship in a whole new way and attract healthier, more conscious people for a mutually fulfilling, committed partnership. And then just allowing yourself then to surrender into that and what it looks like to have a healthy, whole, and really luscious kind of love. So that was a long answer, but <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I like to support people with in this process. Okay, so there, you said a lot in that, um, and, and I want to touch on it just a second because you talked about this idea of chemistry and Mm -hmm. I feel like it's very um this is a hot topic because you know there's half of the population that doesn't believe in this idea of chemistry right it's like you find the person that's going to be there for the rest of your life chemistry comes and goes chemistry can be created and then you have half of the you know other people that will break up with an amazing person let's say that they're perfect on paper, but uh, I just don't feel chemistry, and they break up with them, and it doesn't make sense. So, wh- what is chemistry, and does it really exist, um, or is it something that we're yes. longing for, and when it goes away, then we think that we need to move on? Yeah, 
Yeah, that's a great question. So, as I was saying earlier, you know, this idea of chemistry. So, we kind of feel like, oh, I want to have those butterflies. I want to have this red-hot feeling of passion, fireworks, all of that. And what I'm saying is, it may not have to be an 11 or even a 10 with the chemistry, it may be okay to be maybe like a five or a six, as long as there's some chemistry. I'm not saying, you know, try and talk yourself into someone because they look good on paper, but you're just like completely flatlining. I'm not saying that. You want to have some kind of spark there, but it's probably going to be different than what you felt in the past because most people that I talk to tell me that They've wanted that kind of red-hot, undeniable passion, and most of the time, it just doesn't end up working out. So those people who are maybe more like a five or a six, they haven't really been given the time of day and been like, well, you know, I don't know, I'm not really feeling that chemistry like you just said, and they don't give the person another chance or a second date. So there's, um, there's actually uh, a book on this topic, and it's called Attached. And it talks about the science of attachment. And it was written by Dr. Amir Levine. And what he talks about in his book is that what many of us have deemed chemistry is an emotional and a physical response triggered by our attachment style, what I was kind of referring to earlier. And so these feelings of excitement could actually be disguising anxiety, fear, or getting quickly attached and obsessing about somebody may just mean that we have what he would call an insecure attachment style. So it's really fascinating, actually, to look at this and to start to step back from how we normally have chosen partners in the past and to instead kind of look at it a little bit, you know, step back and be objective about it and look at like, okay, so what, what to me has felt like home in terms of chemistry and attachment in the past, how have I, and most people can say they've normally chosen a certain way, and how were those feelings similar to how you felt growing up? And it's really interesting to start to see, okay, well, when I was a child, I learned X, Y, and Z about love and relationship, and that's what I ended up choosing in partners. It starts to kind of take the confusion out of it, and you can start to really get aware about how you start to choose and then start to choose differently. So if you see somebody and you don't feel that incredible chemistry, but you do feel, all right, well, there's some kind of spark there, uh, but I'm not feeling blown away completely, but okay, there's there's something there. Um, It's an interesting, he or she is an interesting person. Um, I really think, you know, we had a lot in common. We had fun. Um, I felt like I was being listened to. I was feeling validated. It's, okay, I'm going to give this person another chance. Like, I would say to do that rather than maybe in the past how people might be like, well, no, they were okay, but I just didn't feel that 10. And so that's what I suggest is to get to know the person and go on even three dates There's another concept called duty dating that is going out with somebody. Maybe you don't feel that they're the one on the first date, but give them a couple more dates. Just see, because you never know, maybe after a few dates, as you start to get to know the person, you might feel like, 
actually, this is a really great person. I wasn't going to give them a chance at first. Um, I, it reminds me of the story of a client, and she went out with this guy, and she decided that she was going to break it off. He wasn't the one. She wasn't feeling the 10 chemistry. She just didn't think he was the one. And so they went out again. I think they had gone out a few times. And so they went out, and she was going to break up with him, but she wanted to do it in person. And so they had this date, and she ended up talking to him and telling him how she was feeling. And he really listened. He didn't get defensive. He didn't get judgmental. He just was like, okay, yeah, well, tell me how you're feeling, and let me understand. And they talked about it. And she said the date went on after that for, like, I think another four hours. And she felt so validated and seen and heard. And at the end of the date, they kissed and she felt sparks in the kiss because they hadn't kissed or anything up to that point. And after that, she decided, all right, I think I was going to pull the trigger. I thought, I think I was going to, you know, get out of this too quickly. So she decided to continue to see him and they became exclusive. They became boyfriend, girlfriend. They got into a serious relationship and she realized that she was making a snap judgment. And this is the first time that she had experienced dating somebody in a new way. And it actually ended up being a really good thing. So the instant chemistry can sometimes signal an opportunity for a fleeting, you know, on the fly kind of expectation free liaison. And sometimes that might be what you're looking for, but it might not always be the best thing depending on, you know, what you're trying to create. Just in a short answer, do you think that chemistry could come and go? So if you have chemistry and then you lose it, can you bring it back? I do. I do think that you can bring it back. Um, I think that there is kind of an ebb and flow in relationship and in love and relationship. And a lot of times we want to look to our partner. It's easy to kind of point the finger, you know, at our partner. Our partner isn't doing this or our partner's not doing that. And I think if we move into a place of appreciation and gratitude, so look at the things that you really have gratitude and appreciation for about this person and don't look at the things that are driving you crazy. Because when we do that, then we tend to get turned off. We're looking at all the, the things we're not liking. But if you step into really appreciating, well, what are the things you really appreciate about this person? What really lights you up about this person? And then ask yourself, what is it that I can bring to this partnership? What is it that I can give to this partnership? And then see what happens. I love that response. Cami, thank you so much for joining us today. I feel like we can continuously talk, and we're probably going to need to have you back on for another episode. But I'd love to jump, jump into our power section. Can you tell us one book that you've read that's had a massive impact on your life that you would recommend to us? Yeah, well, I mentioned Calling in the One earlier. Um, and I actually, I, I want to talk about a new book that I recently found, and it's called A Curious Mind, and it's by Brian Grazer, who's Ron Howard's producing partner. And this book is, it talks about the power of curiosity in our lives. I'll just leave it at that, but I, I will highly recommend this book, A Curious Mind. Okay. And what's one value that you've had um, that you've always stuck with throughout your journey? One value that was non-negotiable? One value. 
Oh, gosh. For me, I would say one value that I have stuck with is to really have be in a place of self-honoring. So honoring my needs, my feelings, my desires, and living my life from that place. And when I do that, then I can really be there for myself and be there for others. If you could leave the world with one final message, we call it your golden nugget here, what would that be? Mm. Believe that it is possible. Whatever it is that you want to do or be or create in your life, whether it is love and relationship or something else, just believe that it is possible. Uh, It shall be so. And what does the phrase rise up for you mean? Rise up for you. Well, like I just said, I think a lot of times in life we can put our attention on other people and all these external distractions in our lives. And when we turn the focus back on ourselves and what it is that we are up to in our lives, what it is that has us feel most on purpose, when we're really there and up underneath ourselves, that is when we can really soar into the destinies that we were put on this earth to step into. And from there, when we are our full selves, then we can support, encourage, inspire others to rise as well. So that's what rise up for you would mean for me. I love to that rise answer. for yourself so that you can support others to do the same. I love that answer. Tammy, thank you so much for joining us. How do we stay connected to you and how do we support you? Sure. So I have a free four video series all about love, creating more love in your life. You can find that at luscious.love.com. And you can also visit my website. It's CamiEllenCoaching.com. And it's C-A-M-I-E-L-E-N. So that's one L, CamiEllenCoaching.com. And I also have some uh, other goodies on my website. So I look forward to staying connected. Wonderful. Thank you again so much, Cami, for joining us today. Thanks so much, Netta. It's a pleasure. Thank you again for joining the Rise Up You podcast. Again, this is your host, Natalina. We want to make sure that outside of the podcast, you're still growing and always getting continuous knowledge and our six pillars. So we want to make sure that you head over to our website, www.riseupfew.com and take full advantage of the free resources and the benefits that we have there. We have articles and contributors from around the world. We have a number of other podcast episodes, webinars, and a ton of tools and strategies and tips that are going to help you rise up to the next step professionally and personally. Personally, you can find us on every social media avenue. We're on Facebook, on our Facebook page, Rise Up For You. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. Everything is at Rise Up For You, and we would love for you to join us. And definitely, you're going to want to head over to our website, www.riseupforyou.com, and get your free startup kit. We have compiled the top podcast interviews, the top webinars, and the top articles that fall in our six pillars. 
plus a free startup guide, The Six Pillars to a Prosperous Life, that's going to help you take that first step to really finding and building the life that you want professionally and personally. So again, if you head over to our website, www.riseupforyou.com, you get access to that startup kit for free. And don't forget to share. Our main mission is to empower, educate, and connect women globally. And we need your help to do that. So please help us spread the word, spread the message, share our content, share what Rise Up For You is about, and help us help you and other women around the world. Thank you again for joining us. Rise Up For You. Be better today than yesterday and prepare for a greater tomorrow.